Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Judges chapter 6 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Gideon, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites, because the power of Midian was so oppressive. The Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops of all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock in their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hand of Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Oprah that belonged to Josh, the Abizrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from an epath of flour he made bread without yeast. Putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot, he brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the eleven bread, place them on this rock, and pour out the broth. And Gideon did so. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the eleven bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord! I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid. You are not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it the Lord's is peace. To this day it stands on Oprah of Abiserite. That same night, the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal, and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. Using the wood of the 
Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished with the Asherah pole beside it, cut down in the second bull, sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, Who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, Bring out your son. He must die, because he broke down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah's pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around them, Are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him should be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubal, that day saying, Let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abysrites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, calling them to arms, and also into Asher, Zebulun, Naphtali, so that they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece, and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. But this time, make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night, God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. This is the end of Judges chapter 6. So we see here that Gideon is putting God to the test to make sure that the message he's receiving is from God. And the tangible symbol of the wet fleece was basically a second secondary sign of God's faithfulness to confirm his word to the leader they had chosen. Now, Jesus, at the beginning of his ministry, was placed in a similar situation where he was asked to test God's loyalty and God's word, and Jesus refused to. He was tempted by Satan to turn stones into bread, to throw himself off the cliff, that he would be um, protected from any harm, and that a legion of angels would come to his aid. And Jesus refused. So we as the church, we should refuse to follow Gideon's actions and put God to trivial test. And we need to follow Jesus' example where we should trust God's word and never doubt him or put him to the test. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for protecting us, for being loyal to us, for being faithful to us. Lord, you gave us your word, and that is enough for us. We should not mistrust it, question it, challenge it, call it into question, because you gave us your word, and it's infallible. And all we need to do is trust in your 
word and in your son Jesus as our eternal savior. We need to trust that he sacrificed his life and took upon himself all punishment for all sins of humanity so that we could be saved, so that we could be justified and be able to participate in your presence for all eternity. So Father, thank you for this great gift that we don't deserve. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your faithfulness. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Joshua chapter 6. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.